Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. And we'll be doing things just like that. In fact, we'll be taking a vintage car ride through the French Riviera this summer. And we'll be truffle hunting in Florence in the fall, to name just a few of the experiences so that I can give you a feel for it. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot. Fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly, I'm from New Hampshire. Holy crap. Little known fact, Murgatroyd. How are you today? Uh, Confused. Confused. You know what? I think you and like... Jed Bartlett from the West Wing are the only two people who are actually from the the uh, the great state of New Hampshire. I bet everybody listening right now went, she's from New Hampshire? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, she is from New Hampshire. And damn proud of it. And damn proud of it. Wicked proud. Wicked proud. I am wicked proud. And no, we don't sound like Boston people. Yeah, yes, you do. You know what we're talking about today? Yes. We are talking, I guess, I guess <laughs> you do because we just discussed it. <laughs> we are talking about being married with children. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start on a little bit of a rant and then Kim's going to talk just me. Just get it out, honey. Get Kim's it gonna out. Talk, Burn your bra. <laughs> Kim's going to talk me off the ledge. So I love my wife. I really do. You like that setup? I love my wife. I want to- Is there a butt coming? There's no butt. I want (laughs) to talk to my wife. I want to be with my wife. I like to have business strategy sessions with my wife. I like to tell my wife about the day. I like to dream with my wife, goal set with my wife, travel with my wife. Sounds like we should have not had kids. And we have this angel of a four-year-old who- is increasingly becoming more of my second wife, actually. (laughs) 
And um, I, do you know that she holds herself in the same regard though? So I, she thinks she's married to you as well. I, she thinks it's sister wives up in here. This is the lens. I, I don't want the show to be about our lives, but I don't know how to do it any other way than to share our lives with you. So here's here is the lens to which I would like you, in which I would like you to look through the uh, the remainder of this podcast. Many of you listening to this podcast have children, and even if you don't have children, my suspicion is that you may someday have children, and if children are off the table, then shut this off. You have no, this is not going to give you any value. Okay, so now that the, uh, the, the, the single free people, actually now that the free single people listen, are gone. I think non-children people can still apply some of the things that we're going to talk about just in their relationship, because I know plenty of people with no kids right. that need this too. All right, let me let me tell you what my challenge is. My challenge that I have is How long do we have? It's actually pretty simple. I wake up in the morning after I feel like P Diddy, I beat you to it. I walk outside, you know, into the kitchen and I well, actually let me back up. Let me <laughs> I was back up. Say, it doesn't I, seem to I usually even, go like that. I don't even get out of the damn bed, okay? Because the kid is sleeping with me. That's a whole other conversation, but right now we're packed. Her room is packed, so she's sleeping with us. Um, and I don't even know why I'm oh, lying because second. she sleeps with us all the time. I need to pause you just for a second. Yeah. First of all, she slept with us since she was born. Yeah. For the most part. Second, now that she's bigger, he has built the the Great Wall of China down the middle of the bed with pillows so she can't roll onto his side. Okay, she, first of all, she doesn't roll. She sleeps horizontally, okay? <laughs> so like I literally am sleeping with a foot in my ear. So I had to build the Berlin Wall to separate us from each other. And she still manages to get at least one foot or hand through that wall throughout the the evening. So basically, you know, I'm, a, I'm awoken, um, I don't know, 6.30 p.m., um, a, a, I'm sorry, AM by, by usually she takes her thumb and she presses it Game of Thrones style into <laughs> my eyeball. And I don't know why she does that. It's a very weird thing. It's like, it's like her way of- She's not calibrated. She's not calibrated. Problem. No, we got to take it back to the factory because it just, it pushes, it pushes its finger in the eyeball, okay? So after my systolic and pressure she, rises- she removes your eye mask. <laughs> right, so like one, I have one eye that is receded, okay, into <laughs> my orbital socket. And then, you know, then we wake up and then we have to go through, you know, who do, what did you dream about? And I have to create a story about what I <laughs> dreamed about after I just opened my eyes and then go into gratitude, yes. By the way, what I love so much is when he tells these stories about how this child has routines, but he is the one that gifted her routines. These are two Virgos in a pod that both have a freaking checklist of their routine for the day and can't function if they don't go down their routine checklist. So we have to do, what did you dream about? We have to do, what are you grateful for? We have to tickle. She has to toot. <laughs> like that's a whole thing. All right, and then, then we get out of bed. All right, bed. so so then I then I get out of bed. I go into the kitchen, and you know how it is. You wake up in the morning, and you got like a thousand things on your head. And you know when you're in a, when you're in you know relationship with somebody, your your things are intertwined. So like right now, we're you know getting ready to 
move away for four months. We are getting ready to do a mastermind. Uh, uh, Kim's uh, getting ready to do a girls' weekend. I just got back from my girls' weekend in LA, <laughs> right? So we, if we have, anyone saw the picture in the uh, Sherling, he'll all understand. We have all of these things that we are intertwined. So it is not unusual when you wake, when you wake up. You know, your subconscious has had a chance to process things, and you wake up and you're like, "Oh my god, Kim!" You know. When you go with your girls this weekend, or or we got to do a podcast day, or what do you want to do? Like a thousand things, right? If you could imagine two kids in Brooklyn doing double Dutch, you know, double Dutch with the ropes, where like, and then there's the one that's standing outside, and there's you know they're bobbing back and forth trying to jump into the jump ropes. That's what it's like for me to jump in to have a conversation. <laughs> I'm playing double Dutch and I'm waiting because Sophia is on the couch watching TV and she could be not saying a word. And I double Dutch my way and I go, okay, this is my opportunity. I can actually get one whole sentence in. So, hey, Kim, mom, mom, <laughs> mom, can you make me a pancake? Okay, well, that's not the time. So I'm going to go... Uh, brush my teeth and I'll come out, let her get her pancakes. We'll let it get settled. And I'll come back in, double dutching my way back in, waiting to jump in. Okay. Hey, Kim, I got mom. So it's <laughs> like she's trying to commit some kind of, of, of like mental psychological experiment to see how much can I fuck dad up? Because every time he tries to talk, I'm just going to talk. So just, and, and, and so if you're like me, if you interrupt me, I don't even know where the fuck I was. I don't know my name. Okay. If I, <laughs> have to have a flow. So I have no idea what I wanted to ask. And then that goes on until she leaves and goes to school. I take a shower. I, I do my thing. She takes a shower, does hers, hers. And then the reverse comes in. Then I come home at the end of the night and I walk in the door. Now I've got the backup, like blue balls from the morning that I haven't been able to say. And then in the evening, double blue balls, the other ball is all backed up and I'm ready to just go into, oh, Kim, I have a list of things that I want to tell you. Here's here's these things that I want to tell you. And then I walk in and it's- Daddy, can I feed you? Daddy, can I feed you? And have you ever had a four-year-old feed you? And she doesn't understand I have a white shirt on. If, if we can and go I back have, to her not being calibrated. I have tiki marsala for dinner, okay, with a white shirt. And she doesn't need to cut the chicken because she's just going to feed me the whole fucking breast with the tiki marsala on top of the white shirt. And then even if I do cut it after- I cut it. She doesn't even allow me to to swallow the food. It's like you know Lucille Ball with the chocolate, where they just keep throwing it in the mouth. She just pushes it in my mouth until I'm asphyxiated and I can't even actually breathe, and I'm going to die on the floor. So now I'm trying to get, I'm trying to just get the fucking question out from what I asked in the morning because now I had to write it down in my notepad to actually ask the question. And every time I ask the question, she gives me the shot of electricity. And it's daddy, 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 mommy, 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 and interrupts the pattern and I can't do it. <laughs> so now I've got no fucking questions that are asked. I'm going crazy and I don't know what to do. Backed up with blue balls. Can't even go jerk off in the bathroom because- Honey, oh my God, we're so taking you get, it to an extreme. Okay, so you get the point, right? So you understand the point. So I, I said to my wife at the end of the night last night, I was like, look, Kim, I don't want to get divorced. <laughs> I really don't. I love you. I, I, like I, that I, thing. I love you and I love her. I don't know. Like, like what, how the fuck are we going to survive this? I can't, I can't live like this. I can't live like, by the way, this podcast is therapy now because this is the only, this is the only fucking time I have with her. 
Okay. You feel good now? Yeah, sort of. Okay. So he comes to me with this, you know, crazy anxiety because he's trying to talk to me and the kid won't let him get a word in edge edgewise. And so we sat outside after she went to bed and I said, you know, this is a quality problem because Sophia wants to be up in the middle of everything. Like if we were having a conversation yesterday about something, I can't even remember what it was, but it was like, should we go to Le Grill? Should we go to the casino in Monte Carlo or should we go to something else? And Sophia turns around and she goes, I think you should go to the casino. Like she literally wants to be up in the middle of every conversation we have which is a really good thing. Because- yeah, but while you're having that conversation, she'll say, okay, so you want to go to La Grill. Who created the world? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That is true. That is okay, true. Okay, pattern so, interrupt. Um, Alexa, who created the world? So she, oh God, I know Alexa's going to talk. Oh, Sorry. I was, she just, she, you amped her <laughs> she up. She just on. turned on. <laughs> but, you know, so it's a quality problem because, you know, you can have, you know, with with the first one, we had all the time in the world to talk, but we were struggling. We were like having to pull her out of the room with like family game night and all of these things. Sophia is like, Rob walks in at five. We have from five to seven. It looks like a parade in here. It's like games. We're jumping up on one foot. We're having a dance party. She's put throwing food in his mouth. Oh, by like, the way, oh normal kids have a fucking game night, okay? <laughs> My job is is I'm Milton fucking Bradley, okay? My job is every single night to pull confetti out of my ass and do a game. But we, so, I'm dying right now. So it is, and she loves games. And so she is not the kid. Like once upon a time, we could say, hey, Sophia, can you watch your iPad? And she'd be like, oh my God, yes, I want to. And she, we could get like 20 minutes. She's not interested. She doesn't want the TV. She doesn't want the iPad. She wants to color with you. She wants to draw with you. She wants games with you, which is a really good thing and a testament to our parenting. But it's not helping my husband here. So what I said to him last night and what I think that other families can put into their life is the following. Number one, Rob and I, I don't know about every one situation and I know this probably won't work for everyone, but I think you can take it and apply it somehow. Rob and I have quite literally created a life of freedom where he used to be gone from six in the morning until seven at night and didn't see Sophia. And, you know, let's just back up here for a second, Rob, to where you used to walk in the door at 7 p.m. and complain that Sophia didn't like you because she wouldn't give you the time of day and she would give you a kiss goodnight and she'd go to bed. And I was like, you're not spending time with her because you're working. And it made you really sad that all she wanted was mommy. She didn't want daddy. And now she, one night's mommy, one night's daddy, one night's mommy, one night's daddy. And so, you know, look at the the gift that you've been given with this, even though it's annoying you right now and cramping your style, there's ways to work this out. Did you want to say something? I did. What I wanted to say was two things. 
Yes, I want to. I want to acknowledge what you just said because you brought me back to that time, and I do remember that time. And you know, the the flip side of being home with your children is that you've established a relationship with them, and they really want to be with you. And which is which was the target that you were after in the beginning, right? Exactly. So now, now be careful what you wish for because <laughs> you're going to be playing fucking go fish a lot. Okay, <laughs> so so yes, that's the one side of it. What I really wanted to talk about was the the other side of this, the practical side of this for people that may find themselves in the situation. So let me, let me explain what I'm, what I'm trying to say here. In this particular example that I gave my morning and my evening, I've now come to realize are not mine any longer in terms of my relationship with my wife. They're not, not, not mine. They're not ours anymore. That's not our time. Oh no, that you, is, you like to claim me. That is, <laughs> that okay. is, that is family time now. Morning is family time when we wake up and evening at dinner time is family time. And I need to, and I'm, you know, look, I'm a work in progress and I'm just kind of talk, I'm, I'm talking about what I'm working out. So morning time and evening time is family time. And I, I, any expectation that I have of being able to have a conversation with you during those two pockets is unreasonable. And so I have to just open my notepad, write down some notes, and be able to have those conversations at a later date. Where the struggle is for me is, and this is probably something that is good, that I'm just going to have to kind of you know work out, but where the struggle is for me is as an entrepreneur, you have this these flood of ideas that you want to act on instantly. You want instant gratification when it comes to flushing out the idea. And with a child, that's not the way it works. With a child, you have to be, at least in at least in my experience, you have to be much more regimented in your blocking of when things happen. So I know it's going to happen tonight. I'm going to come home at the end of the day because my brain is, you know, I'll have like a four hour work block where I'll be, you know, designing in this case, the Monaco mastermind. And, you know, I'll have a million questions that I want to ask you tomorrow morning. You're leaving on a girl's trip. I know that my time is now going to be even more limited where I'm, going to be the only parent here for those three days. And I'm not going to have you to bounce ideas off of. So when I come home tonight, I'm going to want to do these ideas. Well, I'm not going to be able to. When I come in, she is going to run to me and she's going to want to play a game. So I know that I'm not going to be able to ask you these questions and that I'm going to have to switch my brain from entrepreneur mode into daddy and game mode. And the switching of those things for me isn't easy because I am the kind of person that when I have an open loop, closing that loop is a real challenge for me until it's closed. So I have to learn how, you know, when you're raising a kid like this, you know, where both parents are home and the kid is very, very close to you, I have to learn how to be able to switch on the work and switch it off when I come in for her. And then when she goes to bed, to be able to switch it back on. And those switchings for me have been difficult. Yeah, it basically would make you female because that's what we do all day. So last night when we sat out on the balcony and you brought this you know, situation up, 
And, you know, keep in mind too, we're looking at four months in Europe (laughs) together with Sophia without school and without distractions and without all of these other things. And we still have to work, build businesses and, you know, function. So, you know, I know the anxiety that you're having. So what I said to him yesterday and where I started, you know, be earlier uh, in this conversation is we created a life of freedom. And so we have a lot of freedom and we make time for what we make time for. And so, yes, Rob and I have tons of freedom right now. We damn sure do. And so can we finish this podcast and make the conscious decision to go for a walk around our block together and download and do our morning questions and connect and let him get his his needs met <laughs> in whatever way that seems to be? Yeah, we sure can, but we have to make that a priority. And can we, you know, can he come home at five o'clock and say, I am coming in not with the expectation of being able to talk to my wife over dinner. I'm coming in with the expectation that this is two hours of family time and it's dinner and games and bed and coloring and all of that and bath time. And then at seven, he'll go, I'll go put her down. He'll go do his meditation, his evening meditation. And then after that, we have until 10 p.m. when we go to bed that we can connect and talk and download. So, you know, find being intentional and prioritizing. If this is, here's what I would say if you were my friend, my husband, Mm. I would say if connecting with your wife and having these times to download, is that important to you? Then find the times when the kid is at school, find the times when the kid isn't here, find the time after she goes to bed and make that the priority over any other things. And that's something I think anybody can implement into into their life, whether they have kids or not. The the challenge I have with that is there is no other answer to this question, but what you just, what you just suggested, you're right. The challenge I have is, I guess, because she's getting a little bit older now and, you know, I've got a 21 year old, we've, we have a 21 year old daughter and it's been a while since I've had a four year old. And I think that where the struggle is for me is the trigger that I get when I'm around you and her to want to talk to you about things. And I have to, it's, it's like, I know I want to go like something will pop up my head. I'll be like, Oh my God, Kim, we were talking about, you know, the grill today and blah, 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 blah. This came in. I don't want to forget. I know that I cannot get that sentence out in that moment because we, this, it will drag on for 30 minutes before I'm able to actually get it out. So I have to train myself that when I want to, it's really weird. It's like being with somebody that you love and they're <laughs> hanging out with. And there's like, you got electrodes that are tied to you that go, don't ask the question. Don't, don't say a word. Do you know you You're can't talk? Zapped. You know you can't talk. Well, Do not talk. But there's another side to this. So we've got four months with Sophia to train the dragon, right? So we also need to do a better job of training her that there are going to be times where you and I are going to need to have a conversation and that she's going to have to respect that. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm laughing because we trained her, you know, say, excuse me. And so we got the excuse me. And then we had a trainer say, excuse me, and then wait for us to finish. Well, she does sort of, we still say, excuse me, excuse me. And we'll look at her and say, okay, hold on one second. And she'll go, I waited. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, but you got to wait like to, like, like a couple dogs. of minutes. They don't have, they like don't how, have a, a sense of time. I waited. You said, wait, I waited. Like, and yeah. so. So the point here is, look, you know, 
our problems could be way worse. I'm admitting that. And this is a quality problem to have. And there's two sides to this. Number one, I think we need to set intentional time to connect as a couple and make sure we download and then intentional time as a family for game night. And, you know, just like with women, my husband, if you fill them up and give them what they need, they'll leave you alone, right? For the most part. Sophia is very similar. If you give her what she needs and you give her the amount of play she requires, which is a hell of a lot, just saying, but if you do, she will give you breaks and she will give you a minute. And you and I have to do better at training her to respect that. I do it when I'm home because I'm home with her in the afternoon. There are times I have to work, times I have to take calls. So I, I'll say, you draw one picture. Mommy's going to write an email. After I'm done my email, I will draw the second picture with you. You know, and so it, by, it, it gives me some time. And, you know, I think that this is going to be a work in progress. I think if anyone's listening, if hopefully there was some value here, but I think the biggest thing is be intentional about your relationship time and when that's going to be. Is it going to be a weekly date night? Is it going to be a four times a week walk that you can download and have conversation? Is it going to be, what is it? Is it going to be after the kids go to bed? You know, set those times and make them non-negotiable. All right. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll say this. We'll put this out there before we wrap up. Look, this show is not a Rob and Kim have all the answers to everything in life show, no, right? Rob and Kim have very We don't answers. have jack shit, okay? <laughs> We're learning just like you are. So if anybody in the work hard, play hard community out there finds themselves in a similar situation and you guys um, have a hack other than wine because we put that hack in place, um, <laughs> just reach out and let us know. Kim, any parting words or gifts before they leave? Um, no. <laughs> have a great week, everybody. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.